we back. We back, man. Back like we never left. I feel it, though. I freaking feel it. It's weird, bro. It's like when you take a step back. Not even a step back, but just like a break or a vacation or whatever you want to call it. Like where you can just, you know, just not necessarily just like sit back and relax, but you can um, just reflect. You know what I'm saying? Like you always come back with a, a certain amount of energy. And um, I definitely had that. But at the same time, like I felt, felt the effects of travel like immediately. So, like, yesterday, I basically, like, just cashed out, like, immediately as soon as I got back to the crib. And then, uh, got up, like, super, super late and was just, like, up. But, like, still felt like I didn't have no energy. Like, it was weird, bro. So, I did I did a little things here and there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Edited up some of the stuff that you're seeing right now on, on the actual podcast, some new graphics and stuff that I told you guys would be coming. And I'm super happy with the way that those things came out. Um, and, you know, I just, you know, ease my way back into the group of things, bro. I still don't feel like 100% like back, but, you know what I'm saying, I'm ready to, to go regardless. You know what I'm saying? Got the, got the grass cut already, like, you know, like we on it. We on it, bruh. We on it. But um, welcome back to another episode of the Why I'm Geek show, man. This is episode 24, bruh, the Kobe episode, man. We've been doing this for 24 weeks straight. Um, appreciate everybody that's come along on this journey with us. Shout out to y'all, man. And um, yeah, I want to get this episode pretty much started with a little bit of vacation talk. So um, went out of town over the weekend, you know what I'm saying, uh, hang, hung out with the fam and, you know, this was like the first time we did like a really long drive in a while, bro. Like everywhere I've been like more recently, I've been flying, you know, and it hasn't been like, you know, during COVID or anything, but, um, usually it's, it's a flight that we catch, you know what I'm saying? And this is the first time we done made this drive since like i was super young bro you know what i'm saying and i say we make this drive but i didn't i still ain't do no driving but i still like you know feel like i felt like the repercussions bro because i was i was super tired um you know didn't get right really no real rest like you know in the car um but one thing I did do, man, was watch a whole lot of stuff, bro. So in this episode, we're going to be reflecting on a lot of different things, um, a lot of different movies, a lot of different shows that, you know, I was able to take time out to really, you know, just chill out and watch and um, really get like a new understanding of, you know, what what it takes for like a movie or a show to really be good. Um, because, you know, I find myself like really having very select like taste, I guess, um, to the point where I kind of just like stay in my lane as far as like things that I like. Like if I like something, like I'll go all in on that one thing, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's one of the main reasons why I even created this podcast 
was because I wanted a place where, you know, we can talk Marvel, we could talk MCU, um, we can talk Star Wars, we can talk gaming, like all the stuff that I'm really interested in, but like in a long form content and then adding chat to it um, is something that I think for the future will be something very valuable, you know, just for us as a community. So, um, yeah, man, I, I really like usually am very like stick to my guns type of like, you know, I guess watcher. And now that I've started doing reviews, um, I started looking at stuff that I usually wouldn't like take the time and looking at, you know what I'm saying? And, um, there has been times that, you know, it's paid off and there's times that not necessarily paid off, but times that, you know, um, I kind of regretted it, you know, in just a, a short amount of time, but I've also like gained a new perspective on like, you know, learning what other people like to watch, you know what I'm saying? Because when you are, you know, going through all these shows and movies, you know, you build up an algorithm and the algorithm suggests, you know, movies they think that you would like. And sometimes it's good to, you know, get a little reset. So, you know, when I was hanging with the fam, you know, we were watching a whole bunch of different stuff that I normally necessarily wouldn't really watch. Um, nothing that I could really name, but there was definitely some good ones um, in the mix. And, you know, it just... It just really, it really had me um, taken aback a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just used to liking what I like and sticking to that because of, you know, the content that we make. But I think it's good to also experience, you know, different things that, you know, you wouldn't normally um, go to because it can offer some different perspective. Um, but, you know, if we want to get specific, man... We started off, you know, last week with Loki, bro. Loki is amazing. Um, the the time that, you know, you guys are going to be hearing this episode and watching this episode, the final episode will be out. And I gave my, pretty much my thoughts and theories on, you know, how the MCU is basically going to possibly introduce, you know what I'm saying, multiverse theories and stuff like that. And then, you know, the main thing with Loki is understanding time. So, you know, I released a video um, discussing that, you know what I'm saying? And I think that, like, Loki is, like, from a show standpoint, it's really amazing. Um, my hopes is that, like, sorry about that. My hopes for this whole series, I don't know if y'all can hear that. I'm getting like feedback from a mic or something, but, um, yeah. So my hopes for this whole series is that, you know, um, we unlock the multiverse just because after watching the, the last episode, man, like I really, I really think that, you know, the timeline and the multiverse are connected. Um, and that might be just a simple thought to think, but like, if the timekeepers are the ones in control of the timeline and they are the ones that are creating all these variants of Loki who, you know, straight off the the main timeline's path and ended up on the dystopian planet or whatever that, you know, they ended up on. Um, I think that if they beat the timekeepers and that will 
inevitably unlock the multiverse. Um, and maybe not, you know what I'm saying? But that's just where my head is at. But, you know, in, in other MCU news, man, we got Black Widow that, you know, just came out. This is a long overdue movie, bro. And it really, it's really got me hyped because we were supposed to see this movie over a year ago. And with the release of all of these, you know, Disney shows, uh, kind of forgot, bro. Like, kind of forgot what it really felt like to watch it, like a real MC movie, MCU movie in theaters and also, like, experience it with an audience because, like, the movie is such a cool place because there's people that, you know, come from all different life and experiences and stuff like that and have different knowledge and, you know... Um, like some people are seeing things for the first time or, or hearing about things for the first time. So you get a whole bunch of different reactions, bro, especially at the end credits. But, you know, um, one thing that like I, I really, really miss was the dot connectors, man. Um, because, you know, with every MCU movie, there's always something at the end that Wait, connects why you. Why didn't you tell me this man rolls like hey. this? sneaked up thanks for the thanks for the host man appreciate you um but yeah like with every mcu movie um we get a you know a little teaser for the next one they've kept that end of the bargain uh for the tv shows as well but this is the first time that you know we were supposed to see some characters that um get revealed i'm not gonna go a super deep dive into that i'll, I'll save that for my actual review but it was just, it was just really dope to, to be back in that environment, bro. Like, I'm super excited for everything that Phase 4 has to offer. Um, and I think, you know, Black Widow, with it being the first one up, it definitely set a good precedent for, you know, the rest of the movies to come. Um, I think it, you know, gave us some new characters that we weren't really expecting, but also... Uh, you know, set off or, you know, set in, uh, Natasha Romanoff, uh, sent her off. That's, that's the better way of saying it. Sent her off in a, in a really good way. Um, just because, you know, all this stuff that happens within it is right after Civil War. You know what I'm saying? We never really got the entertainment, And then, you know, this movie is going to lead into the hawkeye tv show that's gonna come out later on but enough of that man um that's my marvel take for this week um next up you know i finally 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 got to watch judas and the black messiah um on my trip you know what i'm saying on a vacation on a road trip and uh initially like when I first saw that it was back on like HBO Max, that's how I saw it. Um, I was super hyped, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I got into the movie and I really like, I realized like, you know, how important these, these types of films are, you know what I'm saying? Because I did research prior to, you know what I'm saying? Watching the movie and, um, it wasn't like back to back. I didn't expect to watch Judas and the Black Messiah when I saw it. Like I just happened to see it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, bet. I finally get to watch this. 
um, because originally, you know what I'm saying, I was going to watch all of the Harry Potters, but they took those off. So, um, decided to watch that, man, and I'm super glad I did because, you know, it really showed me, like, the importance of, you know, having a purpose and, like, even just, like, it, it really showed me what, you know, how, like, or how powerful these actors really are, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because in, in the movie, it's a tale of, you know, two people. Um, and, you know, one being um, Fred Hampton, you know what I'm saying? And the other being, um, what was his name? How am I blanking on it right now? You know, he was the Messiah. Well, uh, he was the Messiah, right? Um, and then the Black Messiah, and then Judas. You know, if you if you know anything about Judas, you know, there's always one that's going to betray you. You know what I'm saying? But um, he was basically like the snitch or whatever, and he was involved in the Black Panthers. Um, I can't, I see it, bro. I freaking see it, but I can't remember. Give me one second, bro. One second. I feel so bad for doing this, too, because it's like usually, you know, after watching something like that, I'll get on a review right away. But I watch so much stuff over that time. Bill O'Neill. Bill O'Neill. He's played by Lakeith Stanfield, and then Fred Hampton's played by um, Daniel Kalua. And both of them did an amazing job. Uh, what's up, Spliff? And um, I really think that, you know, not only movies like this, you know, even though it's like somewhat traumatic um, from the beginning to the end, like looking at stuff like that. But it, I think it's important, like the overall messaging is still important. And the people that are behind this movie, you know, what I'm saying are were really involved, you know, what I'm saying with the making of it. So it gives it. A really, really, you know, legit depiction of what really happened. Um, and it really, like, set me up for, you know, looking at how I do things and, you know, what I'm creating content about and, you know, the importance of what I'm doing. And you might think that's, like, you know, not super important just because, you know, we're talking about Marvel, we're talking about gaming and all that stuff. But... Um, you know, you never know, you know, who you might touch, you know what I'm saying? Like you never, you never really know. Um, because like we don't, I literally don't just talk about that. Everything that I talk about, you know, bleeds into real life. And that's why I like, um, the podcast so much because yes, it's focused on like the movies and stuff that we watch and, and the shows that we watch, but it's conversation about you know the bigger message with things and i think that's super important um because i just know like you know that even it's just like it's just an inspiration bro like because like i, I after after watching it um i did a little bit of research on just like the effect that these movies you know really have on the actors like you know lakeith stanfield needed therapy after you know, um, performing this role. And I can definitely see why after watching it, you know what I'm saying? Because 
Like, you literally, like, literally became Bill O'Neill, bruh. Literally, like, I can tell. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's um, crazy to, like, be that skilled at one at something and then go to the next thing. Like, I've said multiple times where um, another, you know what I'm saying, podcast that is hard for me a lot of times to separate the characters from the actors. You know what I'm saying? And the great ones, it's not hard at all. You know, because they do so well at like what they do, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's not a knock at anybody else. Um, but you know, a lot of times, like if their character isn't really, uh, that, I guess, you know, I don't know if potent is the right word, but you know, impactful, maybe, um, their original stardom, um, kind of takes over that character and, uh, it, you know, lends to the review and, and the interpretation of it, but um, the original tension is for you to believe that they're somebody else. You know what I'm saying? If they don't, they can't really do that, like, that's how you know there's still, there might have been something missing, Not maybe not necessarily from um, the actor, and this is all subjective too, but um, maybe it has something to do with the script or the plot or something, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it definitely is nothing to take lightly. Um, but you know, I really, uh, I also, I really, like I said, it, I got inspired, you know what I'm saying from it, but also, um, I was thinking about like how I would rate it. And it's really difficult to, like, rate something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because not only have I only watched it literally once, and I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it again, you know, for the foreseeable future. Uh, um, all I know is that it's, like, a classic. But where does, like, a classic really rate as a movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, as a score for a movie. Um Cause you got like when you're doing scores, like you gotta be objective, and there's so many things like underlying things that um, apply to it. It's like you know, I think I think it'll take more time, at least for me, at least to you know be able to judge it um, in that like way and give it a, a legit score. Um, but, you know, the movie was dope, you know, the, what's the name, won an Oscar, um, for it, and, um, you know, it was, a, it was a good watch. Um, next up, you know, as far as, like, some anime stuff that, you know, I was able to catch up on was Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo Revengers is really good. I haven't really watched a, you know, day in a life, I guess, simulator or real world simulator or whatever in a really long time. Um, I forgot how good, um, these animes can be. And yes, there's action in this, but this is more of a story-based, uh, type of anime, Tokyo Avengers, because, you know, it deals with time travel and deals with, uh, you know, gangs and Tokyo and all that, but, um, it's supposed to be, you know, 
it's like art imitating life. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy um, just to see like how gangs are, you know, represented in anime, I guess. Um, because it's like everything is still like, because it's an anime, right? It's an anime. So it's like still like Iron Code and all this other stuff. And there's still like moments where, you know, there is um, conflict and fights and all this stuff that you expect to happen and gang, gang violence and all that. But it's never really perpetuating like things that you would normally associate, you know, things with. And that's definitely intentional. Um, there's little subliminal things um, from like fan service and stuff like that. But uh from like a, a complete standpoint it's just interesting to see their take on you know um that whole that whole world i guess and they call it delinquent um they call them delinquents you know what i'm saying but it's just it's crazy to see like normal like hmm like normal ideologies from like the ticker is just like Naruto. Like he wants to be a Hokage. You know what I'm saying? Like he wants to change the Shinobi world. Like this in this show, it's like you, Mikey wants to change the delinquent world. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like delinquent world. Like I never heard that before. You know? And um, the show is really good. The dialogue is really good between the characters. Like you know, the concept, everything is is really dope. I haven't finished it yet, but when I do, y'all guys will get a review, man. And um. Next up, we got some My Hero. So My Hero um, is finally getting good, man. Um, you know, Endeavor has took in Midoriya and um, Shoto and Bakugo under his tutelage. Um, they have brought back the work-study program uh, because, you know, Hawks is undercover, you know what I'm saying? And the, the villains are getting ready to attack and there's going to be a mutiny you know there's some heroes that are you know on the villain side now like they're undercover as well and they're trying to like weed out like all the people involved in like one felt swoop because if they don't you know it could lead to very catastrophic like things bruh and it's getting, like, the stakes are getting, you know, high again. Uh, before, it was all like, oh, let's just get better. You know, we're back in school. We're learning. But now we're back in the real world. Um, and I'm super excited for that um, just because, you know, my hero is just super inspiring, bro. Like, every time. And I didn't think Endeavor was going to be this type of character initially when I first saw him uh, because he gave me Vegeta vibes. But, you know. He's really showing what a, a real, you know, number one hero is supposed to be like. You know what I'm saying? Very inspirational. Um, like, just the... And very analytical, which was very surprising, bruh. Like, the amount that he thinks through things before he does it. And, like, you know, he's really... I should have noticed this by the way that, you know, he treats... treated Not only treated his family like a freaking, you know, experiment type of like thing where you know Shoto became like the perfect child or whatever or was able to you know become the perfect uh 
you know, set of quirks, like hot and cold, like cancel each other out that, you know, um, basically like completed, I guess, you know, endeavors, like outlook, like, cause he knew his limits and he knew how far he could go. Um, and he purposely, you know, did what he had to do, um, to get Shoto here and it messed up his family, but you know, it made Shoto strong initially. And now he wants to just make sure he's even stronger because you know what I'm saying? There's a war coming and those three, Bakugo, Deku and Shoto are going to be like the next ones up. Like if the, if the heroes, which I never, they, I don't think they would be able to just for plot reasons, but if the heroes can't get everything under wraps, um, I think that, you know, they're going to have to step up and, um, yeah, it was really, it was a really good episode. Um, as far as, you know, Black Clover, I just finished the war arc, you know what I'm saying? Just finished the main war arc. Now we're dealing with the aftermath. Um, the war arc was super dope, man. Um, a lot of crazy things happened, bro. Like a lot of craziness happened with, um, you know, the Wizard King to they having like a Black Zetsu moment um, with, you know, the the main villain, which was a demon um, that was basically plotting for like 500 years to not only like resurrect the elves to get, you know, um, what's the name is Grimoire, but like. We also learned a lot about Asta's powers. And then also, you know, you got the regular, regular, um, you know, just being great. You know what I'm saying? Being great and then working together. Um, we got to see the first, you know, Wizard King. And we learned a lot about, like, you know, just what happened to the elves. Like, we, we've been seeing the intro you know every single episode of like you know what happened in the beginning how we got to this point of peace or quote-unquote peace and we never saw the other side of the story like what actually happened um and it was just like it was really good bro it was really really good like top tier anime and i don't know bro i don't know like where like, where they go from here is going to be, like, the rebuilding stage. And for what I've seen so far, it's basically, you know, them, you know, really, really breaking down the culture once again uh, to be more accepting of, of all people and not discriminate and stuff, which is very, very potent in the world community. And, you know, they try to change it one person at a time. But... The world ain't going to wait for that. You know what I'm saying? They already on Asta for, you know, having a um, five-leaf grimoire, you know. And then we also got, a, like, not an introduction, but, you know, we got a bigger scope of what the whole world looks like. So world building of, you know, the four main kingdoms. Um, Everybody that we know so far being in the Clover Kingdom, and then you got the Diamond Kingdom, which has been enemies. And then we have the Peaceful Heart Kingdom, which is like you know neutral. And then there's the Spade Kingdom, which I think will probably be like the last one they end up facing. Um, you know, to really unite. And then it's just a lot. It's a lot going 
but the fact that they had a black Zetsu moment and it was way better than Naruto, like how Naruto did it, it was like I was happy, bro. I was happy about it. Initially, I was like, bro, no way they did. They just retold this story again. But you know, after you know watching the whole thing, like there were so many like moments I got chills and and you know got the payoff of watching all these episodes and you know learning about all these characters that you know i was really like man this show is really like that like i know i've said it before but it really is bro it really is um but you know other than that that's pretty much it let's get into the filler arc of this episode man um team usa bro team usa as we all know the nba finals is going on right now but um they also have started exhibitions for Team USA, man, and this, the Team USA team, um, is real light this year, it's real light, but they definitely have enough to, you know, win gold medals, um, but I think that, you know, like, coaches are really getting exposed this year, uh, because, you know, with the old guard of, um, players leaving out, you know, we're, we're really starting to see who can really coach, and, like with players really taking um, their careers in their own hands by playing with the people they want to play with. Um, if they don't get results from that, you know, even going to like, you know, the front offices of stuff, um, you know, with the Nets hiring Steve Nash, Steve Nash really not being able to coach for real. Um, you know, I think it'll come with experience, but. Like, coaches are really getting exposed right now. Like, Greg Popovich, um, I don't know how, I don't, I didn't, I watched the games, you know, and they, they blamed a lot of it on the officiating of, you know, FIBA basketball compared to the NBA. The calls that youngs are used to getting um, in a regular NBA game they're not getting here, and that might have been affecting their mental and just, you know, getting through it but these are only exhibition games i'm sure by the time that they actually start playing they'll start turning it up they won the first game today um or yesterday that you guys are listening to this and watching this um but you know they've been struggling bro they've been struggling um but i'm excited just to see um where they go i think there's a lot a lot more talent out there um this summer oh except for on team usa side like lucas playing um and, you know, the, the Arthur Cooper brother, you know, they're going to play. Um, but, yeah, man, it's it's crazy to, crazy to see that. It's crazy to see that um, every year. But it, it, this happens a lot, though. Like, a lot of times here in USA is always, like, very lax in the beginning, and then they try to turn it up at the last minute. But hopefully it won't be too late this time. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is meeting your heroes, bro. Like, RDC World, you know what I'm saying, has been on a run recently. You know what I'm saying? They have been on a run. Um, not only are they having, like, their own expo, but, you know, they're coming out with a manga, like, an actual manga and stuff. And, you know, um, it's crazy because not only did Mark meet, and I'm talking about, if you don't know, Supreme Dreams, um, he's, like, you know, the main youngin'. On RDC World, even though they all like you know play big parts in it, but he's like the one that's always in the skits, like the main one talking or whatever, and it has the actual memes. Um, but you know, 
he's meeting all of his heroes, bro, which is crazy. Like, you know, they always say, like, don't meet your heroes because you're going to get disappointed. But I think it's different when, you know, you meet your heroes and then they know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know your work. That's, like, a whole different level, bro. Like, within, like, the last week, bro, not only did he meet LeBron, but he met J. Cole, bro, and Boston Young and like that. Like, that's crazy to me, bro. That's super dope, like, because it's like, yo, like, he's been working, like, they have been working, like, for years and years, um, cultivating an audience and, you know, growing as um, creators and, you know, from from the writing side to, you know, the production side to just the acting side as well. Like, all of them, bro, like, their impact on just, you know, um, the culture from, like, uh, gaming, like, anime, uh, sports, like, just culturally-wise, like, um, from, like, Twitter. Like, anytime you do something on Twitter, it goes, like, viral, like, instantly. And it's, like, every single time um, it's happening. Like, and these people are recognizing they finally, like, meeting up with them. Um, and it's dope to see, bro, because it's just, like, it gives me so much inspiration, bro, to keep grinding because... Um, that's like one of like the best feelings that you can get when somebody that you admire acknowledges your work. You know what I'm saying? And and I haven't like met anybody necessarily in person before. Um, but you know, like when they interact with you like on socials, like that's as close as I've ever really got. You know, like I've I've seen Mike Epps before, which is random, but I've seen him in the mall when I was in LA. Um, for the first time, and it was just on a different floor, and I was like, oh, dang, that's crazy, that's my guess, but um, back in my 2K days, bro, like, artists, you know, NBA players, um, they would show love to my videos, and they would be like, yo, this is dope, like, 2K and holler at them, like, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, like, Smino, um, uh, Lonzo Ball, like, a lot of people, bro, a lot of freaking people, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, IDK, like, I'm trying to remember freaking, uh, what's his name, he played for Duke, um, I'm blanking, I'm blanking, I'm blanking on his name right now, but, you know, he got, he was playing for Milwaukee for a little bit, um, but y'all, y'all seen all on my channel, like, you know what I'm saying, like, it's mainly happened on social, like Jid, you know what I'm saying? Jid reached out, like, Dreamville showed mad love before. Um, and it's just dope when, like, the people that you, like, you know, listen to or watch, like, you know what I'm saying, acknowledge your stuff. Like, that's a crazy feeling. So I know, I know he's been super high. He's been on one, like, for the last, like, week or two weeks. Because we don't even know, um, you know, when this was actually shot or or whatever they could have been just sitting on it because of ndas and stuff like that but you know it's got to be pretty pretty recent because um you know they met up at boss's uh they met up at boss's music video which is like his new song um the jackie the jackie is fire bro it's fire it's my favorite song of the summer um for sure uh with it's with um him j cole and little tj and you know they met up and i guess they were doing a skit for it but 
the skit didn't make the music video or we'll see it somewhere else um but it was just dope to see that and then also you know space jam is about to come out um this weekend you know they started having the premieres and stuff like that and they pulled up for that too and he met lebron there you know what i'm saying it was like <laughs> i'm 36 <laughs> that just had me weak bruh um so you know like if you meet your heroes doing you know what you love and and they recognize what you love i don't think it, i don't think it's a bad thing you know what i'm saying like i think you should still meet them anyway but just understand um and not level your expectations but you know understand where you at with it um because you don't want to end up getting disappointed you know what i'm saying because they could just be having a bad day that day you don't know what's really going on um in more music news just staples dropped a project it was all right it was all right but his freestyle was crazy his freestyle was crazy he's really good he's really good um and the last thing i got on here bro is the tomorrow war so um i dropped a review did a blog post on it um i just started the blog by the way i just started that so y'all see that eventually um but you know the tomorrow war was you know it was okay it was okay video uh i say video but movie um but you know one thing i realized while i was watching it was that this was basically like jurassic park and like aliens combined like they were alien velociraptors bro you know what i'm saying like and chris pratt was versing them and i think that his experience from you know jurassic world really helped him prepare for this movie it definitely did uh, but if if you know you guys haven't seen that it's a it's a okay watch you know what i'm saying i think that these amazon um original amazon movies have a formula where they get a really notable name like a michael v jordan like a chris pratt and they put them in an action movie you know what i'm saying with a, a really good concept but they just don't follow through um in the end and you know what i'm saying i think that i think that it's going to be something that you know they might feel later on but just because like everybody had a lot of people have prime video um but i think that's something that you know they need to work on i think that the plots are very very like there's no payoff you know what i'm saying like there's literally no payoff in the end at least for me at least that's how i feel um but you know i gave my thoughts a little bit on it you know in the um in the actual review i don't know if i'm gonna do a video on it just because it was a minute ago but like i said i watched a lot of stuff i watched a lot of stuff um over the weekend um but i got a lot of content coming to you guys so definitely be on the lookout man hope you guys enjoyed the podcast if y'all did hit that like button hit the subscribe button wherever you are um and follow the podcast man hope you guys like the new setup the new graphics um everything that we got going on um, if y'all do you know what i'm saying let me know let me know <laughs> but other than that that's all i got man hope you guys enjoyed like i said i'll catch y'all later y'all know the vibes I always keep going i see you guys my boy g i'm gone peace